1: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today.
2: Practical Spirituality Positive Messages This is Unity Online Radio The Voice of an Awakening World Learn the language of spirit. This is The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Intuitive Life, where we walk together and support each other on the path to becoming more spiritually aware, enlightened, and inspired. My name is Laura Wooster, and we are taking your calls today, 816-251-3555. Again, 816-251-3555 by five. And it, I do have a guest today and it is Dorothy um, Dorothy Morgan, astrologer. So what we'll need from you when you call in, if you'd like an astrology reading, is um, your birth date, your birth time and the city and state of your birth and you'll give that to Jeff our producer okay so you don't have to say it on the air um, but he'll give that to us um, so just have that ready for if you can and uh, that way Dorothy can pull up your chart and, and take a look at it so a couple of things before we um, before we go forward here I just want to mention a couple of things on my calendar uh, if you can Mark this on your calendar, um, June 11th, I'm doing an online demonstration of mediumship, uh, sponsored by circles of wisdom in Massachusetts, and it's online. So you can, you can join us from anywhere in the world, anywhere you have a, uh, an internet connection. It's heavenly connections an evening of mediumship with myself, Dan Fitzpatrick from Delaware and, um, from the North shore of Boston and Lori Sheridan from the South shore of Boston. So, um, so it's an online demonstration of mediumship and uh, you don't even need a camera. It's just your voice. So don't worry about that. So come and join us and you can more about that on my website. Tickets are on sale now at com. Um, I also have another event coming up which they aren't on sale yet, but If you want to mark this on your calendar, July 10th, uh, I'll be doing a demonstration of mediumship through the Journey Within Church in um, Pompton Lakes, New Jersey. But again, it's online, so you can join us from anywhere in the world. That's not on sale yet, but if you want to mark your calendars for when it's on sale, that would be awesome. And it's probably going to be one of the last online um, events I'll be doing for a while. Um, After the summer, I'm looking to do in-person mediumship demonstrations and am working on getting those on the calendar so um, there won't be a lot of lot more online online events like that for a bit anyways so anyhow so enough of that so let's get to my guest and she's been on here more and people love her people always calling in wanting to know all about their astrology and my dear friend and colleague Dorothy Morgan hey Dorothy
3: hello thank you Hi. for having me again oh it's mm-hmm. always a
1: pleasure
0: to have you I learned always. so much
3: <laughs> always i love it gemini yeah. stuff so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. like gemini rising yeah, then,
0: yeah. <laughs> it vibes yeah. so um so quick question because i know a lot of a lot of sensitive people were saying over the past few days like what's going on because i noticed it around friday and and and, mm-hmm. and into into yesterday as well um there's just some funky energy going on and it's kind of i don't <laughs> know the best word i can describe is maybe a little heavy perhaps Yes. What is it that we're all picking up on?
3: Uh, we're picking up on a, a few different things. And again, you know, our personal charts are going to be really specific, but generally, um, we have planets, right? Everybody knows that they're in the zodiac somewhere, right? But then there's another measurement, there's many measurements, but another measurement that we can use in astrology is called declination. It's just where they are in the sky compared to the sun's path through the sky very north or very south and if they go to a certain area they they're they're considered like off-roading you know out of bounds and they create a sense a, a feeling of extreme and and just more you know it's not like just one serving it's like tons and tons of of it so a couple of different things so the first one is that was has been there for a while it's been out of bounds for quite a few for about a few weeks now and that is mars and cancer mars represents our action and how we want to initiate things and when it is in the sign of cancer it's not necessary it's not comfortable there so cancer is our emotion in cancer sign is a sensitive sign it's a water sign mars no, is naturally like fire you put yeah man <laughs> <laughs> you put you put fire to water so action to emotion and people are going to be very emotional and that is that piece and mars is in that special place i was telling you about called out of bounds by declination and so that means it will feel even um, more intense. Now, just as of, I believe it was Friday, May 7th, yep, as of Friday, May 7th, Mercury in the sign of Gemini, his own sign, so he's comfortable here, lots of information with Mercury in Gemini, He's now out of bounds. And so that as well creates like an overload of information. So it is, and we get to today, and in the sky, Mars and Mercury today are at the same declination. They're not at the same zodiac signs. One's Gemini, one's Cancer, but they're at the same declination. That means they're going to, they still hold hands. So if you are feeling extra feisty today, you know, maybe you will pick a fight with somebody because you need to get it out. But it doesn't mean you have to, or if that's not even in your, in your field, you may be feeling it from others. And this energy feels very intense. And it, people can say it feels like Mercury is retrograde. And actually Mercury, the definition of how Mercury retrograde feels, um, we feel that more when Mercury is out of bounds. And he's been out of bounds just since Friday. Saturday, I go to turn on my astrology software here, and the OneDrive has decided to update, and it wipes out all my files. Couldn't run my software. Oh my god! I was <laughs> it's everything to me. I have a backup, but that's not the point. I wouldn't even be doing this today if this hadn't been hadn't come back up. But it took me four hours to figure out and backup files now, people.
1: <laughs>
3: but this is what's happening. So. um Mercury doesn't have to be retrograde for us to feel um, that energy. So the sensitivity, just to recap, is that Mars and Cancer out of bounds, all feeling those emotions. Really, it's good if you've been holding back, but if you've been holding back too much, it it might be, you might overdo it and really get very emotional. And so do the things that help you to feel good. And right now at this recording on May 10th, we are still in the last lunar phase we have a new moon on may 11th at 3 p.m eastern time noon pacific and um so from this recording until tuesday afternoon may 11th um the moon is in balsamic lunar phase coming to conjunct uranus now that's a lot of astrology i know don't glaze over
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you I can tell you what it means <laughs> thank,
3: thank. i can hear i know i know when i'm saying too much astrology what happens with the moon in this lunar phase is it's an opportunity and it's when we should go within, when we should spend as much time um, it's caring and nurturing for ourselves. That balsamic lunar phase is happens every, every month, 45 degrees before the new moon. And so a day and a half to three days, it varies. But we're supposed to back off. We're supposed to just... Use the information we have. Don't seek new information. Just use what you have just for now, just till the new moon gets here, and, you know, sift and sort and pull that information that is the most important to you, and if you need to work on projects or, or whatever you need to do, then that's the time that you would, um, that's the, you know, this is the time that you would use that information. So recover, rest, and nurture yourself, you know, do, distill information and just, you know, take really good care of yourself. This is when it's important to say um, no a few times. Nope, can't do that right now. <laughs> just so we're not in that overload phase. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Not in a nutshell, <laughs> but kind of. <laughs> Yeah. so 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 that feisty energy if you're feeling a bit like you're ready to
0: pick a fight with them and just like avoid people <laughs> right? yeah
3: and you know okay. it's okay to do that once in a while oh, yeah. especially when we know that at some we just need to be the energy needs to be diffused a little bit you know and when the moon just today again I know this is gonna be archived but just today you know at six thirty tonight the moon connects with the planet Uranus, and um, that could spark. That could spark some unexpected events. Yeah, I know. Oh,
0: Sorry. Good, <laughs> good to know. Well, it's, it's you know, it is. To, you know, to be what's the what's the saying? To be forewarned is to be forearmed. So, good. Yeah. it yes, is. Excellent. Yeah. And Jupiter in Pisces yeah. this week is that this week or? That
3: it is. That's coming up as well. That is. Um this is it will enter Pisces on May thirteenth, so Thursday, um around six thirty as well, Eastern time. And oh boy, was it in the sign of Pisces? It's gonna be in that sign um for uh until July because it it retrogrades in June. So in the sign of Pisces for a couple of months. To me oh, this is wonderful. You know, Jupiter <clears throat> here's some good keywords if you want to take some notes. Mm-hmm. Jupiter is Abundance and prosperity and wealth, generosity, right? And humor and optimism, and it expands everything it's connected to. And when it moves into the sign of Pisces, and Pisces rules things such as clairvoyance, spirituality, um, illusions, right? Mm -hmm. Fog, mysticism, mystery... There's some negative ones, too. I don't want to say negative, but there's some other ones, too. Um, Nunneries and seclusions and monasteries, but our dreams and the collective. So those keywords, I know there's a bunch of keywords, but those are some of the things over the next year. um, And again, it's back and forth, and it starts on on Thursday, where Jupiter is going to uh, expand that. And it's going to help us, I think, I mean, there's multiple ways this will play out. And if you want to know the full scoop, I am given, uh, it's a lecture for an hour, it's about an hour and a half on Friday night for the Friends of Astrology group, and they are out of Chicago. It's all online. The link is on my website, nhastrology.com, and just click on lectures, and you'll see it there. Um, so I'll be doing the whole thing. So I'm just scratching the surface here today. But with Jupiter in Pisces, I mean, I, you know, we're going to be able to really connect with um, those are higher purpose. And, um, but we're going to have to be careful that we don't get so lost in that, that reality doesn't exist. There's a ton of ways this can play out. I mean, one of the bigger things will be the water, you know, water in the oceans. And that's really going to highlight, um, most likely, you know, the issues and the concerns we have, whether it's flooding or the droughts. Mm-hmm. And the condition of water and water as a commodity and all of those things are are um just you know as a as a as a world, as a society, some of the things that we'll we'll be focusing on. But I think with this in here too, this can really help Jupiter Design really help alleviate some of the heaviness that we've been feeling, you know, from uh, last year and even part of this year just from some of the other planets that, are, you know, create so much change and so much pressure. So Jupiter can help us just kind of like, I don't know, when you get home in the evening or when you're done your day and you have a beer or a glass of wine or whatever is your thing, just enough to relax, but not. But we, we have to pay attention that we're not going to get drunk every day. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that can happen too. <laughs> So, so, in any way, whether what you're saying. <laughs> mo- yeah, we're going to need that, but it's not moderation is not one of the key words for Jupiter. Okay. So there is, the, you know, we'll we'll be able to see the the lack of that, the lack of moderation. But Uh-oh, then again, I, I mean, yeah, and but personally, it depends on you, you know, in your chart, and if you've never drank, then you're not going to start drinking. Right, mm-hmm. and if you're if you put work ahead of all the other things, then this you know this might be a nice little reprieve, but you're certainly not going to stop your your um, mm-hmm. diligence around the work that you do. So if that's where it comes in, in a, on a personal level, you know. Hmm. Does that make sense? Not really.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to understand it more. So how how long is Jupiter in Pisces actually?
3: He's going to be back and forth because he goes retrograde a few times. So he's going to be back and forth. But his first step in is May 13th, okay. and then he'll finally leave in December of
0: 2022. Oh, okay. So this is the – oh, wow. So we've got a long time with uh, Jupiter and yeah.
3: Pisces. Okay. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can give you the dates. I mean, he's he moves in May 13th to July 28th, and then he's back in December 2021, May 10th, and then again 2022, and then October to December 2022. So there's just it's back and forth. This happens to the outer planets, yeah. When they retrograde, sometimes they they bump back and forth into the two signs. So these are so, yeah. So to clarify, which is not easy to do with Jupiter and Pisces, because again, it's (laughs) it's about (laughs) I can't see everything. What does this mean? It means that. In these time frames, you know, there will be a lot of expansion. Um, there will be a, there can be a fair amount of prosperity, and um, but then we can also be focusing in on you know spiritualism, clairvoyance, uh, mediumship, water, the oceans, mystery, things like that. So those are things that will um, be like in the headlines, if you will. Oh,
0: okay. So there'd be a lot of expansion around those keywords. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. And more. I mean,
3: ton more. I don't want to overdo it. Oh, of course.
0: Yeah, and of course. It, I already of course did. It... <laughs> I just have a. I'm. I get. I like. I always say. I. I try to understand astrology, but my mind just can only absorb so much.
3: <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but those I regular those words. Those words. I said. You understand those words. So I think. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah, of course. So all we have to do is just, like, focus on that. Okay. Yeah.
0: And, of course, when you take <laughs> that, when you take the Jupiter in Pisces and you apply it to anybody's particular individual chart, of course, it will it'll come across differently or it'll have you'll have more details with that, correct?
3: We'll have more details. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well,
0: Again, like if this, I – Oops.
1: Sorry.
0: Yeah,
3: go ahead. I was going to say,
0: um, just to kind of prove the point, and why don't we pull up my chart and see where it – how it affects okay. my chart, just to kind of illustrate how this works.
3: Um, yeah. let's do you it. you don't mind. <laughs> no, I don't mind. I just yeah. have to hunt we you down. To give me a sec. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I got it. All right. Got it. <clears throat> no pressure. Oh, okay. Well, Jupiter's in your tenth house. Okay. The Pisces, all the Pisces area is, and I will tell you what that means. So that sector, yeah. that sector of the astrology chart is, how people see you in the public eye. It's how you're known, your career. Now, right now, right now, right now, Aquarius, it's in Aquarius and that's also part, because the chart has sometimes two zodiac signs in one area. And that area to begin with is Aquarius, which is all these online events you've been doing. And pretty soon, like you said, you want to start to do them in person. And that will be the shift of Jupiter into a new sign for you. And then you're gonna be able to start connecting more with not that bigger, I don't know if it'll be bigger audiences or not, <clears throat> but I suspect it will be. I suspect it will be. You'll be able to go on the road and I don't know what your audience numbers are anyways, but that's not my business. <laughs> but I think I think with Jupiter moving through that sector, that gives you that opportunity to um, really uh inspire others and again it creates that that um, abundance and generosity um in that area of the chart so for you in that career sector
0: yeah what's the 10th
3: house the career sector
0: it is a career public eye
3: yeah i was just telling you what it was oh okay Mm -hmm. i'm sorry (laughs) writing is you
0: saying these things well that's very interesting okay (laughs) Yeah, like I said, it's, I can only yeah. in bits
3: and pieces. <laughs> there you go, there you go. And I am well, not
0: the public... only one.
3: <laughs> I know that. Oh, I, I agree. Oh, I have, I have a yeah. problem with that. Just, um yeah, don't worry about the astrology words. Just focus mm-hmm. on um, the other words you, you do understand. So when I say it's in the 10th house, that is your professional life, your career, how people see you in the public eye. Mm-hmm. So, and... and the recognition you get for what you do. You have some Aquarius there, which, which has been you know, a lot of the online work and the uniqueness of the work you do, even though everybody listening to the show doesn't think it's unique, but it's definitely, it is. And then when Jupiter moves into Pisces, still in that same area, that's just where it happens to be for you, then that is you stepping away a little bit more, a little bit from the online events, and more to in-person events because to to me that's just you expanding more into how people see you out in the world i mean you have a huge audience but it, it just would be nice that people can finally like really see you in person and get that feel for you because it's not yeah, quite the nice same as online yeah
0: that's true it's nice yeah to, it's i know to you in love person, person again, again.
3: <laughs> yeah indeed awesome indeed so
0: um so if anybody would like to see how jupiter and pisces is going to affect your astrology you'll know, give us a call it's 816-251-3555 and get in the queue and we will um bring you on the air and we can see how that affects your chart um because of course it's going to affect people differently so let's mm-hmm. just say um okay i'm just gonna because i don't know all the houses so i'm just gonna throw this out yeah. there okay Mm-hmm. So let's say, okay, so what's, um, what's the second house? Just,
3: I'm going randomly here. Just randomly, well, the second house is our resources. Okay. So um, our, what we value, our physical possessions that we love, and even how we use skills and talents to earn a living.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So it's, it's, a, it's a financial house, which is nice. So if Jupiter is in that area, right now especially but it will be in that area once every 12 years because that's how long jupiter takes to go around the whole zodiac but if it is in your second house then you're focusing on those things your skills your talents self-esteem how you value what you value Um, jupiter will expand that so you're able to see it's like wow i really value this and it'll help you even, you know, decipher what it is that's more most important for you at this point in time. Because we mature, you know. I've liked things in the past that I don't like anymore. Everybody does.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So it gives us that opportunity to um, expand that. With Jupiter in that area, we need to be careful. If you're, especially if you're in the metaphysical things, you're going to buy up every book, every class, every crystal that you find. Because <laughs> Jupiter again, represents abundance and um, accumulation of things. So accumulation of wealth, the things we value, stuff like that. So that's what it would be like if it was in the second house. Hmm. About uh, another house.
0: Yeah, let's do one more, and then we'll, um, after the break we'll go to the callers. Uh, let's say, let's see, the fifth house.
3: Okay, fifth house. What I'm passionate about, it's my creativity you know what I'm you know passionately love to create. It's how I want to have fun. The things that I think are fun. So if Pisces is there and Jupiter and Pisces is there, well, I might like music, I like water, swimming, those things, the things you're passionate about will you'll you'll want to do more of them, and they'll expand. and you'll feel very optimistic about those things. And sometimes you have to be careful that we're not overconfident. but again, If we are, we are. And so that's that area. And for um, younger people who are ready to have children, Jupiter moving through that area, not always, but on on occasion or a lot of times, (laughs) sometimes, we'll say sometimes, children children come into our lives there or the children we already have uh, need more of our attention for some reason that year. So fun, games. Passionate, creativity, children if that's in your in your wheelhouse. Those are the things. Yeah. All
0: right. Yeah. So yeah, so so anybody who would like to know what where Jupiter in Pisces falls on your chart. It's in my tenth house, and we talked about where it would be if it happened to be in the fifth house and second house. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, just give us a call. 816-251-3555. And um what we will need when you call in is, again I just want to repeat this yeah we'll need your birth date your birth time and the city and state of your birth or the country you were born in or, um, in the state and the city that you were born in um, and we will put that on the air we won't we'll just keep that private so um, would you just need to give that to the producer so have that ready when you call in Alrighty. so um, we do have callers in the line which we'll get to right after the break but again if you would like to learn more about Jupiter and Pisces Dorothy, how do they look it up on your website um, for the Friday
3: night?
1: um,
3: Oh, yeah, yes. Just go to nhastrologer.com. And when they get there, just click on the, the tab that says classes and lectures and go down to lectures. And that right there is the Friends of Astrology in Chicago. And the lecture is on May 14th at 730 Central Time. So you just click on get your ticket and they're like ten dollars and really nothing to it so and then you can listen to the whole thing
0: a lot to talk about <laughs> yeah especially if it's going to be with us through 2022 so that would yes. be nice to, yeah yeah uh, a little bit of astrology would be nice to to understand so you can
3: work with it yep. especially with all the changes we've all been going through over the past year i think so and this will give us like a breather you know some breathing space just the you know enough just to to take off the rough edges. We all got a few rough edges these days. Oh, don't Maybe we? <laughs> not, most of us. <laughs> I don't know who doesn't, but I'm sure there might be some. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we all we all have a little of that going on.
3: So, um, yep. very
0: good. So, 816-251-3555, and we'll be coming up on the break, and we'll get to the callers right after that. And even if you have a question just in general about your life, it doesn't have to be about Jupiter and Pisces. I was just throwing that out there for for everybody. But if you have a question or a certain aspect of your life you want to look at, just give us a call and we'll see you in just a few moments.
1: You're listening to Unity Online
2: Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to The Intuitive Life with Laura Wooster.
0: Welcome back, everyone, to The Intuitive Life. My name is Laura Worcester, and we are taking your calls today for readings, and it's 816-251-3555. And I'm here with my dear friend and colleague, astrologer Dorothy Morgan. So, Dorothy, hi. 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 Let's go to our first caller here. And it should be interesting because we're talking about Jupiter and Pisces, and she's a Pisces. So, how does that affect? (laughs) Let's see how that goes. Hello, Joni. Hi, how are you? Good. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hello, Thank you. How can we help you today? Is there anything in particular you'd like to focus on?
2: No, I'm just all ears. I am a Pisces, and I'm very curious. My, I have a lot of interest in just hearing what you just said. What Jupiter and Pisces might mean for me.
3: Awesome. Awesome. I can do that. then. <laughs> so, um, just this year. You know so so the first part of this journey is it, it, it is in your sign but it's not quite where your sun is your son's at 15 degrees It's only goes to two degrees this year so it's going to be uh late next year before it really gets on and with your son but in the meantime that's going to increase a lot of um more of your, your pisces qualities and it's in the ninth house so what that means for you is education And, but not, you know, not traditional education, because this is Pisces. This is education around Mm. spirituality and around Mm. any of those those clairvoyant or um, any of the the spiritualist type um, practices, whether it's intuition and mediumship or oracle cards, you know, any of those um, practices because of Pisces. And Jupiter loves to learn, and it's in that ninth house of learning, so it gives you an opportunity here to really expand that. It will be there, and then it will pop out, and then it will come back in. So it's going to be in that area. I'm going to get those dates for you: um, May 13th to July 28th, and and that will get you started, wet your whistle, if you will, on. Some new things. What do you like to do that is, I mean, you're listening to the show, so you must love spiritual things, but do you have some, some new classes you're, you have on your list to take or anything like that?
2: I don't have anything on my list. I've always be, been interested and, in, you know, I'm one of those that had things that happened as a little girl but then went away and... Um, yeah. So I'd love to reconnect with some of that and I think maybe at this stage of life I'm a little more open and um
3: mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, any it's of it is, is interesting.
3: Yeah.
2: It yeah, well it's it's time. You can so start wetting your whistle,
3: if you will, an old saying.
2: <laughs> but but <laughs> that's, <start, okay.
3: laughs> that's okay, we get it. Start doing yep. start working on that. You you know, this is May to July. Start um just poking around that. You know where you know whatever you know. If you're on this um, this radio this channel, then there's a lot of people that you can listen to. You listen to Laura, connect with her. Just see what resonates for you because Jupiter in that sector is is going to help you with that. It's gonna it's gonna say yeah, there is a lot here for you to um, really connect with, and then um, it it backs up and it goes back into the other the house prior to it in the sign of Aquarius. I don't want to get into that, but then um, it does come back into that area uh, December of 2021 uh, to May 2022. So that is fantastic. And in that time frame, it connects with your sun, your sun, your S-U-N, in your chart at 15 degrees of Pisces. So that is um, a wonderful opportunity to learn more and really connect with those things. But do you, I mean, and again, I'm talking about education because it's about expanding your knowledge, expanding your, what, you, what you believe in, what you have faith in. So you're really connecting with that. So I think okay. this would be a wonderful opportunity. And if you want, go take swimming lessons because we're gonna want water around us. You know, We're really gonna need that as um, help and comfort as well. Are you interested in, a lot of Pisces like water. Do you like water? Oh, love it.
2: Of course. I love it so much that at my midlife crisis, I went and lived on a boat for two years. So, yep. That's
3: oh. me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. What year was the midlife crisis? What age were you?
2: Oh, probably a little late, uh, right around the time that like a couple of years ago. So, I just got back. I've only been right. back stateside for like a, a year now. So, I'm 62 oh. now. So yeah. so, yeah, that was
3: your Saturn. But so you you had your Saturn return. That's what that was. That's wonderful. What <laughs> a way to use that. That's not typical. So good for you. Good for you. Oh, Usually good. it's taking responsibility, or or just letting all that responsibility go and just going to play. You know. But, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, yeah.
2: gosh, I appreciate the encouragement. I um I don't know of anything. Right. I'm. I've been a Hay House follower, a Louise Hayes follower, and just a lot of people, people. for many, many years. Um, but I yeah. don't know what's right for me, but I'll try to be open. And <laughs> that's the Pisces. And then... <laughs>
3: perfect, perfect Pisces statement. I don't know what's right for me, but I'm just going to be open and let it flow. That's exactly what you can do. Everybody could follow your lead. Pisces, you, you guys don't know a lot about boundaries, but that's okay sometimes because some of us have too many boundaries. And, you know, the Pisces in the world teach us just to, to like, let go of some of that edge and some of those boundaries, if you will. So that's a great lesson for all of us listening, even though you're like, oh, whatever, I'm just going to kind of go with the flow. I mean, that's perfect Piscean statement and comment. I mean, there's nothing more perfect (laughs) than that. So good for you. Good for you. I love it.
2: (laughs) Okay, well, thank you. I, I really do appreciate the encouragement and uh, always learning. Yep, so I will just, you know, put the antenna up and see what, what rings the bell.
3: <laughs> All right. Sounds like a plan. Beautiful. Thank
2: you so much. Thank, thank you, you Joni.
0: Thanks for listening.
3: Okay. okay. Take
0: Thanks. care. Bye-bye. So since you brought up Saturn return, um, mm-hmm. it's always fascinating when I do – um, intuitive readings and I can kind of sense when someone's in their Saturn return just by their energy mm-hmm. and so yeah. um, so what a lot of people don't know cuz I say oh are you and your Saturn return I'll actually say that and um, and they will be like what is that mm-hmm. so for what people yeah. for for people who don't know what a Saturn return is what is it
3: okay so you know when when we're born there's that snapshot of where all the planets are in the zodiac belt and freeze frame and then time moves on so right around the year 28 29 and then somewhere like 59 or 60 it will vary a little bit is when the planet saturn has now made its trek all the way around the zodiac and it comes back to where it was when you were born Mm -hmm. and the reason you know saturn is um you know like it, it feels heavy is because saturn is about Boundaries and restrictions and responsibility, the Lord of Karma, the Lord of time, you know he's he Saturn represents the authority figure within us and the authority above us, you know if we have a job, it would be our boss if we're children, it's one of our parents, you know so. It feels heavy because you're getting a double dose of what your lessons are, some of the harder life lessons are, because Saturn just gives us those hard lessons, but that's what makes us, you know, that's what builds character. (laughs) That sounds awful. (laughs) It builds character. It does make sense, though. But it just reminds me of an old grandpa saying, Well, this might be tough, but it builds character. <laughs> no, I have enough. <laughs> we, and we feel like that as children, you know, even as a 28, 29 year old, we feel that way. We feel like, No, I don't need all of this responsibility. There's too much. But we have to work with it. You know, throughout our lives, you know, this isn't the only time we have Saturn connecting, but the return is, again, when it comes back. So at the first one, right around that 28, 29 years of age, lots of times what happens is um, people will be, if you're highly educated, this is when, you know, you're finishing your education and you're really making Big decisions as to what your career is. That includes the career as well. Say, like a doctor or people who are lawyers, you know, it just takes a lot of practice to have your license. And, you know, that takes a good eight, 10 years. So that's about 28, 29 years of age. Now, if that's not your thing, and it isn't for everybody, it could be when you buy your first car, or now you're finally moving out on your own, taking responsibility. You're getting married. That's a new responsibility and a whole grown up. Call called adulting. They call it adulting now. <laughs> we <laughs> call it growing up and it's Saturn return. You know, maybe you'll have children. You know, so it's just the taking a the responsibility at the first one, the first one, 28, 29. You're really an adult at this point in time, astrologically. And if you aren't, then and you, you choose so many famous people pass away at that age. I'm not saying they're going to pass away at 28, 29, but the famous people Famous people like um, Janice Joplin. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I'm not. I'm not into stars, but she's one. There's plenty. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. There's Bing. plenty. Her, yeah. And who was? Wasn't Purple there? Bing, um,
3: who was the Yes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Oh boy. And there's a ton of them, and they all pass away right around that age because, you know, the soul. That's maybe that's all the soul you know, signed up for. You know. Mm-hmm. you can only assume and so the second Saturn return so now you've you're, now you're twice as old and this is around 59 50 59 or 60 years of age and at that point this is when uh it, it used to be we would retire at this point but that's been pushed out like the 70s but the point is is like at this point in time we've already had some other major major transits and that we didn't have at 28 29 some other major, major things. So at this second one, we're ready to say, all right, nope, that doesn't bother me like it used to anymore, so I don't care about that. You know, we just learn to, we've, we've learned through our own life what is important for us. And so that's when we start to shed things that are meaningless, whatever it is for you or for me. You know, there are just certain things that just don't matter anymore when we get to that that second Saturn return. It's the period where we need to learn to work smarter, not harder. We should be in charge, you know, of our lives in some capacity and and focusing on what's the next third of life going to be like from 60 to 90, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
3: We don't want to work like we did from from 29 to 60, so... So it it helps us to, um, we we may take on more um, responsibilities, but less of the work. So we could delegate. We learned to delegate, and we learned to say no, (laughs) how I feel it is. So that's just, you know, a bit and pieces of the Saturn return.
0: That's fascinating because yeah. when you when you think about it too, I mean, because um, I know you mentioned that a lot of people going through their first, well, famous people going through their first Saturn return, they might they might decide to leave the Earth around that time, right? But then you mm-hmm. also look at people in their in the second Saturn return. How many people left around that time too? Like Carrie Fisher, right. uh, Prince, oh, yeah. Michael Jackson. How old was Michael Jackson when he passed? Uh, I
3: don't know. He was, yeah. it was a, it's been a couple of years, but in, uh, he and I were the same age, so it was a little bit before that.
2: Um, okay, I so he know. passed I away in
3: 2009, type. so what would that make him? I don't
2: know.
3: <laughs> How old was Michael it, it filled it in for me. How old was he? He died. He
0: was 50. Right. Oh, okay, so it wasn't quite the Saturn return then. No, okay. But
3: there's, a, there's a, something else that happens at 50. And it's, like I said, we have way more things at, at the 60 years than we do at the 28, 29. Uh, Chiron, the wounded healer. Chiron is an asteroid. And an asteroid that is once, that comes back to its original return, its original place at the age of 50. And at 50, um, and and this is, is about um, really honing in on our own healing that needs to happen at this point in time Mm -hmm. Um, and and how we really want to connect with um, those wounds from the past, right? And the wounds that, you know, we've accumulated this lifetime. And, of course, if you, you know, believe in past lives, there's a lot that we drag in from that too that, you know, we need to heal. So there's a lot of people that go through a... Spiritual awakening at fifty and because of the, the the Chiron return. And Chiron and Saturn are related in, in in the mythology of it. So um Chiron, Saturn, Chiron, one of them was the father. I don't I don't dig it I don't dig the mythology very much. It's just not it that's stuff that doesn't stick in my head for some reason or <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the mythology of who's what and, and all of that, but
1: um
3: But they are related in in the mythology, and so um, to have that Saturn return, uh, to have the Chiron return at 50, um, and all of a sudden, you know, we're really realizing that, you know, I need to do something about this mortal life of mine. Something has to shift and something needs to change. So a lot of people start to wake up at that point in time. And, um, so it's, so it's really
0: know, more than a midlife crisis. It's, <laughs> it's an it
3: astrological is. thing, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And the midlife crisis honestly uh, comes at, uh, with another planet at the age, right around the age of 43, 44, 42, sometimes as early as that. So 42 to 44, we'll just say. And that is the planet Uranus. And he is only halfway around the chart from where it was when we were born and Uranus is about breaking away from the old boring patterns and cuz you're not going to learn in that space now depending on how evolved you are um you may just leave your family and you know buy a red car and and just go drive across the country and you know and that feels good but you haven't dealt with anything yeah. or you could you could use this transit to say all right my life is stale somewhere what can i do to get out of this rut and you know learn more and explore more and so the uranus opposition that happens at that point around 42 to 44 that's the real midlife crisis but again it depends on other components in your chart if there are other things interacting with any of these planets, and that's why, um, more being more specific, learn astrology or have a regular astrology session, and somebody can guide you through those things without having to learn this whole language. But um, but I love the students, so you're welcome to learn with me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> these are these are but these are cycles that all humans go through. So that Saturn return at 28, 29, the Uranus opposition around 42, the Chiron return at 50, and then the second Saturn return around 60. And there's other smaller ones in between there, but those are, those are real big um, mile markers in human evolution astrologically, you know, in the individual's life. Hmm. So uh, I yeah. know so,
0: so what's really cool about astrology? Because you know, obviously, I've, I've um, had consultations with you. I'm like, okay, what, what's happening here? You know, so mm-hmm. you, you, you can uh, describe that to me. But it so it's worked out really well. Um, but the the cool thing is, a lot of people. Well, here's the thing. A lot of people want to have an astrology reading because they want to avoid pain. You know, they want to avoid the chaos and all those things. And that, that's not necessarily what astrology is about. It just helps you to understand why there's, there might be some chaos or you might be some challenges
3: and how to best work through that. Right? Indeed. Indeed. That's yeah. exactly where it is. It's about like we talked about when we started. You know, why is everybody, not, maybe not everybody, but why does it seem like there is so much going on right now? emotionally, and when you hear why, then you have a heads it's like, okay, you don't have to keep feeding the why, 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 you can mm-hmm. just say, we know things are off the charts right now with the, you know, Mars and Cancer and our emotions and Mercury and Gemini, both out of bounds, and they're, you know, they are creating this dynamic, so astrology is this. You can choose to engage and fight with people, or you know, go run an extra five miles today. You can use it in any way you want. Um, but being aware of it empowers you to make choices. It, it brings it back to you. You know, yeah. it's just like a humanistic astrology, from what I understand. This is just how I love to work with it because I'm not absolutely saying anybody you have a conversation with today you're going to fight with. No. You might feel, you might have a dynamic debate with somebody, but it still doesn't mean it's an argument. And if you're feeling oversensitive, no, it's like, okay, I know I'm feeling oversensitive. What do I do to care for myself? Don't walk around and feed that fire and say, like, are you feeling oversensitive? Are you feeling oversensitive? Because that, <laughs>
0: that's not helpful.
3: That's, <laughs> that's not helpful.
1: No,
0: I want no. you
3: just to take care of yourself. Yeah, I see, I see that on Facebook when people just start picking on something that you, you know everybody's feeling that way right now and it just it creates a lot of attention that's for sure but it's not the right way to use that energy but you're going to use it anybody's going to use it however they want no judgment you're going to have to use it yeah 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 all good
0: all right so mm-hmm. um it was, oh, yeah, and it's interesting too about um you know the saturn returns it does feel like when people are coming coming into their first Saturn or their yeah after their first saturn return it does feel like like adulthood even though it might be in their 30s or you know closing in yeah. on 30 it does feel like they're coming out of adulthood you know yeah so, yeah so I, sometimes I have to calm parents down it's like it's okay like when they they feel like their kids aren't, aren't progressing really quickly and they're in their 20s I'm like they're stupid don't worry about
3: it they haven't even got their Saturn yeah. return yet <laughs> so I know.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah I know and and that's true that's very true but you know, we very much, I remember, I'm trying to remember, it was a long time ago when I was really young and, you know, I mean, I was a, I was a mom two times over by the time I was 21, you know, and I was like, and I was just going about doing it. I didn't know what was right or wrong or, I mean, I look back now and I'm like, oh, dear, goodness sakes, what were you doing? <laughs> but that's now from grandma point of view <laughs> who I am. But it's just, you know. Yeah, the life experience that we, we have by the time we're in that first mm-hmm. in it or through that first Saturn return, you know, yeah. you've had an, you've hopefully made enough decisions on your own um, without your parents' influence. What this really is, is really, if you if you choose, not everybody does. Some people live with their parents their whole life, but if you choose, this is when you really can sever um, a certain beliefs. That your family raised you with, that you're not in alignment with, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
3: So that's that's also one of the key components to, especially that first Saturn return. It's just like, well, I was raised like this, and so I didn't, I don't, you know, we're either going to be like our parents or absolutely opposite our parents, or maybe just take a little bit of them. But first Saturn return is is the beginning of that. You know, when we really become that that adult. Especially astrologically, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And and definitely mm-hmm. the second Saturn return, like people really do find their voice. They just don't, yeah. They don't censor themselves as much. <laughs> and and uh, it, yeah, oh, that's that.
3: perfect. Yes, that is it. It's like they don't. They, it doesn't, you know. Yeah, they're just going to speak their truth much, much easy, much more easily, you know, yeah. and not tolerate things that they've tolerated for a long time. You know and, exactly. uh just just because because you know you've you've really stepped into your own authority at that point, and if you haven't then life might feel very very- uh, st- stressful to you, and you know it's hard to find relief if you you can't step into your own authority um in your lifetime you know it, it creates a lot of problems sometimes, yeah
0: oh
3: so, yeah.
0: yeah, isn't that the truth? So, um, mm-hmm. so as we as we come to the end of the um, the program today, if so, say someone's been listening and they go, you know, this this astrology is intriguing, and they want to know more, like how they can learn more about astrology and um, without mm-hmm. getting overwhelmed,
3: where where would, where can they begin with learning? Yeah, they just need to begin with some beginner books. Mm-hmm. You know, that I just really recommend that. I teach all the time, and listen to listen to a lot of astrologers and try to get things that are a little longer than like Instagram 2 second things those um those are fun but try and um just connect with something a little deeper so and get onto youtube there's tons of um beginner astrology people out there that have lots and lots of stuff but i i teach too so i don't want to send you away from me but i do teach that as well uh, and i love i love teaching the beginners especially people who are just like they have a lot of info but they're not sure where it all came from or how to put it all together that's actually my specialty to help bring that all together to people so there yeah and i have on my website i have a, a recommended reading list and um you can go there and I can even send you the syllabus for um, what I teach in my beginner class. And um, that's been running since January. So I might start another one up for the summer if I get enough info interest. And, um, yeah, so that's really what you're going to want to do. Just get the get the books, you know, get a couple of really good astrology uh, beginner astrology books. Um, try not to go too far ahead. I think that's where people get uh, confused. Because they're they're learning beyond their foundation. And that's going to be the first place, that foundational piece. So cool. Anyway, so, reach yeah, out awesome. to me. I can I can I can connect with you too. All right. Get so you New
0: know, dot I mean, sure NHAstrologer.com. Very yeah. good. And you also have a YouTube channel, which I know you've been you've got a lot of videos on there. Um and yeah. also a Patreon, a Patreon um uh account I as do. well.
3: Yeah, that works out nice. That would be wonderful because on that, you know, just for minimal monthly stuff, um, you know, I've got one level that you get like six separate things every single month and it's live interaction and you get to see me interpret what's going on for the week um and if you join us live you can you can ask questions it's like wait a minute i don't understand that what does that mean again and or you can just watch the recording so there's that's you know some of the best ways i have some of my a lot of my private students in on that group so they can learn and practice the way to do it nhastrologer.com to get connected
0: with Dorothy Anona Morgan thanks Dorothy it's always great to have you on I learned so much thank you
3: thank you you, Laura thank you everybody
0: have a great week everybody
1: thanks for listening this is Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world.
2: Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show.